Katie gets the good mic, uh, cause it's hers. <laughs> no fair! Mom said we had to share the good mic. <laughs> what? Come on! Katie's been in the game longer, so she gets the good mic. I've <laughs> been in the game too damn long. She in that game. Okay, I've been- right, okay. Tell me about your comments. Alright, you so uh, yesterday, two days ago, you brought up YouTube shorts to me, and then Zane Sharif complimented our content. <gasps> That's a good compliment. That's a good content maker. He's a great content maker. He complimented my content and then complimented our The Friggin' Show content and asked me about it. He was like, have you done YouTube shorts yet? And I was like, not yet. And he was like, you know. So the next day I uploaded my first video to YouTube shorts. <laughs> and then I realized, oh, YouTube is going to be like Instagram, but I can see the thumbs down. And people on YouTube are famously awful. So here are some comments. They are famously people. awful. A quick video I posted. This video is literally maybe 15 seconds. Mm -hmm. I ask if anyone's gay. <laughs> I do my up top work. I ask who's gay. One person yells, yep. One person yells, nope. I go, only one person. And, and they were I... holding hands, which is weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was odd. I go, only one person. They go, well, actually two people. The person that said nope. Because he's gay, too. Okay, that's the joke. Okay. Very quickly. Comments. Yeah. If you pay, <laughs> if you pay to go to a female comedy show, you can't complain when it's trash. That's literally what you pay for. LOL. Oh, one time I made the mistake of putting, because um, I wanted to make it not creepy for the viewer to know that we have a uh, TV in the back, so we were watching that woman's tits. Oh yes, yes. And some, and I wrote like, in the in the clip, I was like, it was just a bunch of women backstage. It's only women backstage, which is true, but it wasn't an all female lineup. It's yeah. a skull, like Bob had just been on. And so then somebody was like, well, that makes sense. All female lineup. I'm going to go kill myself. Okay. <laughs> they needed it so much they're going to kill themselves. All female lineup. Don't you mean hand me that gun so I can shoot myself and then come <laughs> back as a ghost and shoot up your comedy club? <laughs> okay, now you read I got to get, okay, I, got, I sent you okay, this one, you but I liked it. So we wrote, yeah, <laughs> not funny. And then I just wrote, oh no. <laughs> I had to get with my clapbacks this week. I had to be like facetious about them because I can't keep getting strikes on my account. I think that was like. You know what's funny? Here. I realized why we keep getting strikes is because people keep liking these comments because we talked about them on the pod. Now they go to it, people then they were, bring it back to life. Yeah, <laughs> people are going back and liking me, telling a fifteen-year-old like, "Oh yeah, you jack <laughs> off in front of your dad, you fucking weirdo." <laughs> okay, here's one. I don't get this one. Tesseract, you're not funny. What's tesseract mean? T-E-S-S-E-R-A-C-T. -S -S -E I think that's something from Marvel. Fuck! What does that mean? Should Say I it again. It Say it again so I can understand this as a... a Tesseract. Mm -hmm. No punctuation. Tesseract. You're not funny. Spell Y-U-R. Let me look up Tesseract. So it's the thing that, like, Loki and all the space demons want. That was like, when I saw that Marvel movie, and they kept saying tesseract, tesseract. I was like, what the fuck is a tesseract? It's a four, it's geometry thing. It's uh -huh. a four dimensional analog. What does that have to do? They're with... saying you're multidimensional. That was actually a compliment. Wait, that's actually really nice. That's so nice. They're like, you're not just funny. You're also really good with your parents. <laughs> <laughs> you're a full person. 
this one I got, it says, and people say women are not funny. And then like the... <laughs> they do say that, don't they? And then the face that's not a smile and not a frown. It's the one with the slash mark in it. Oh, I love that one. But I don't know... This was a good bit, I mean... Sorry, Casey. Sorry, Katie. Tesseract, it was not. Tesseract! Welcome to the Tesseract. Alright, this one's got three comments. I like this one. Please take this down. I like those. Those make me laugh. That's kind of funny. Just please, please. Simple, please. That was like when Hillary Clinton tweeted at Donald Trump, delete your account. That oh, makes yeah. me laugh pretty hard. That, that delete your account made it to NPR. Like, people were talking about it on NPR, and I was just like, leaving my shitty doggy daycare job, and I'm like, <laughs> oh, we're all gonna die, aren't we? Okay, we got some on... I know we got some Oh, I got a new one I never saw. Oh, what is it? It's from someone named Multiween. <laughs> I think so I've, I've gotten them, too. Do you know Multiween? I think they've commented Biggest on fan. Wow. Talk like you are pretentious enough to have went to a useless college, but be about as thoughtful and as clever as a 13-year-old boy. Only difference is... <laughs> 13-year-old boy is probably funny sometimes. Well, you know what? It's pretty funny when that 13-year-old boy sucks your dick. <laughs> Why do we keep getting strikes on our account? <laughs> Be careful. Cause Be careful, because the doxing goes both ways. Yeah, they will. Oh my god, there was this guy, this comedian in Athens who got doxxed so fucking hard on Twitter from these right. He was like trying to got in a fight with like these right-wing Twitter people and then they just ended up destroying him and completely doxing him. Does he still do comedy? Yeah. Oh no. Yeah, but I'm like, I will, I'm so, oh, someone commented, only, <laughs> oh, this was so, I should, so this was when I, this was a different clip. He commented, it was a clip and the audience was all gay men. He said, only gay men can laugh at female comedians. And then I replied, that's why you're laughing the hardest. <laughs> <laughs> Gay. <laughs> That's good. The old, the good old-fashioned gay as an insult. But he said it about himself. I know, that's Officer. the thing. I'm like, you started it. Like, I don't think it's an insult, but you clearly do, and that's what's gonna hurt you. Right. And that's what we want. <laughs> Somebody wrote, the fuck is this? TF is this? And then you wrote, your mom. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody just wrote comedy. Uh, I don't know what this emoji means. That's like this, um, the straight face to a T. Oh, PJ Audenzia, biggest freak, freak of the pie, and biggest freak of the week. period freak. She texted me and she said, hey, do you mind if I <laughs> clap back at these people in your comments? And I go, of course, go for it. And I don't know why I expected them not to be like, I, I was like, oh wait, PJ is still PJ Audenzia online. Like they're not saying things like, oh, suck your dick. They're saying things like someone commented, Max woman joke. And then PJ replies, please call me Max. Mr. Woman joke is my father. <laughs> <laughs> That's the most PJ answer. Like someone says, uh, he says, still waiting for the joke. Is this what passes as comedies these days? What the fuck? And this guy in his bio says he's a personal stylist, but he looks really bad. PJ said, you dress like a travel agent booking flights to Rufy Island. Oh my god, that's... I, I think PJ needs to give us a class in comment etiquette because these are comments that are hurtful. Yeah. Cut to the bone. Uh-huh. Not gonna get content strikes. Not gonna get content strikes because they're so freakish and bizarre I that... Like that. Mr. Max is my father. <laughs> Max woman comedy. Uh, let me see if I had one more, I think. 
was this another one? Uh, no, that's the, that's the weirdest thing. It's like, what do you, I asked somebody, show me how you have sex. And they're like, you're pretentious. I'm like, what? I just want to know how to have sex. I mean, someone, I've had it. Someone, you've had, we've established this twice for your I've two dogs. It. I've had it for my two dogs. So women install an app advertised for the purpose of letting people who like you send, who, who like you, wait. Ooh, okay, one more time. So, women install an app advertised for the purpose of letting people who like you send you a message and somehow that's non-consensual. Women's comedy is their real joke. Here's the thing, and I feel like, I don't know if we've talked about this already, but I feel like men, when they, okay, so men think that they're funnier than women, obviously. Well, yeah. When they are, you know. Sure you heard it here first, you little freaks. You little are freaks. <laughs> um, but I feel like they, they think what we're saying because they assume we're not funny, they think the punchlines are just our opinions. It's almost like how people have Twitter brain and they go, oh, you wrote a joke and then you wrote a political opinion. Both are just facts. Yeah. And so I feel like that's what it is, is they don't recognize what comedy is. And it's like there's no way to, to help them because when they talk to women, I, I'm sure there are people who are like, they have a girlfriend. I'm sure they have a girlfriend. Well, someone referred to their girlfriend as their damsel in my comments. You got a damsel in the comments? Someone said, he was like, well, I said this to my damsel. And I was like, you, she does not, first of all, she's definitely your roommate. Second of all, she does not want you calling her that. Can I say that damsel usually is followed with in distress? <laughs> yeah. And if she's still a damsel, then she is being distressed by you. <laughs> my liege. My damsel. She's not going to like this once I uh, rope pulley up my cell phone to her 50-foot tower that she can't get out of. <laughs> no, I think you're right, though, because it's like... I, you know, at the end of the day, something we just got to accept, I guess, is that so many people just hate women. Yeah. So much. Mm -hmm. that it doesn't matter if you post a five-second clip. They're going to comment like, all women just fucking scream for an hour and talk about nuts not letting the crawl in their pussy like a little cave explorer. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what jokes would get them to, like... Like, if you were saying things like, I love men, like, is that a punchline that they would laugh at? You know what I mean? Like, what do they need from, I'm not going to do it, but what do they need from me? No, we have to fix this and take care of it. It's yeah. our duty. Yes. What do they? They need us to come out of the phone and suck their dicks. One of my friends, um, and I think he's very funny, um, he's been physically assaulting people on stage and they're loving it. <laughs> He'll grab them by their lapels and he'll just shake them. And then everybody's laughing, laughing, yeah. laughing. God, that's a good bit. And he's been having people. He's very funny. He won, um... Is he really doing this? Yeah, yeah. From the stage, he's grabbing people? Yeah, he was like, he just like shook this guy oh, and like funny. kind of pulled him out of his seat a little. And I was like, God, you're... But he won the stand-up NBC thing that I did. So he's very funny. He's like, okay. like really, really like polished material. But then his new stuff is very funny because he's been like doing a, a thing called the, the leg where he humps a stool. But it's like, <laughs> he's making fun of the idea yeah. of how guys fuck. And so now he's having men come on stage and fuck the stool the same way. That's brilliant. And it's brilliant. Yeah. So I'm like, that, I think that's what guys think is funny. That's yeah. to me, that is epitome male comedy. And it's not bad. I'm not saying it's bad. No, that's funny. But it's very funny because like if you take like our friends, our male friends who have feelings and emotions and try to, you know, pass those on to the audience, I still feel like that's not peak male comedy. Yeah. Even no. though they are male. But you know what the crazy thing is? We're describing that as peak male comedy and that's sex jokes. Which we're not allowed to do Which anymore. only women do. <laughs> <laughs> that's true because the, the pussy, they go, oh, you can't, all women talk about their pussy. <laughs> the pussy's implied in his joke. He's fucking a pussy in yeah. front of you and you're like... Ugh, I don't know. 
I'll get over it one day, or not. I don't know. But yeah, I was telling you before we, we started recording that I scream. I don't know if it's screaming is a good word, but certainly too loud for a show that was happening. I told a, an old man to shut the fuck up last <laughs> night uh, during our friend Kylie's set, and I meant it, but she could have handled it herself, and she yeah. did, and she had a great, like, she diffused the situation. I she did. She's great at that. She's great. She, like, just turned it inward. It said she was wearing a diaper, which really... <laughs> That's what you gotta do if you want me to laugh. If you want women to be funny, you gotta put them in diapers. Yeah, <laughs> talk about shit <laughs> sliding down your legs <laughs> into your little cowboy boot if you want to get a little chuckle out of me. It was just coming out every hole of her crocheted pants. <laughs> Ew! Like the Play-Doh set where you go, Yes, that's exactly <laughs> um, Our friend... Freak of the pod, Kylie Vincent, during her, during her set last night, uh, an old man yelled, was heckling the entire time, and yelled, that's not funny. And He's she, also yelling, and she didn't, I, she didn't, I don't think, take offenses. He kept saying science. He kept going science. Science. Mm. And here's what I want to say. Huh. Is, there's a lot of people, both on the left and on the right, so it's not like, oh, either or. She and I have similar, like, I would say opinions on the vaccine. It's like, we got it. We're done. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, we're done with that. We're not getting eight of them. Yeah. And here's my joke about that. And so it's like, I'll start my joke. It sounds progressive. It ends not progressive. And I think hers maybe is the opposite or uh -huh. whatever. But the guy behind us is going, science, science. And I want to know, same as I would want to know is like a QAnon conspiracy. What is your science? What do you think the science is? And you explain it to me because I don't want to be vaccinated if you think that the science <laughs> is whatever you think it is. Can you suck the vaccine out of my arm? Is it too late? Dude, is that science? You can suck it out with your the same way you suck out like a venom, venom yeah. from a snake bite. <laughs> Could you imagine that rumor goes around and you just see all these like rightists with like just fucking baby teeth marks on their arm? They're like, I got the card at the Walgreens. Now I'm sucking the. Po it's a. It's all like live streamed from their like GMC suburban. Like they're like. <laughs> I got a little blood that time. <laughs> when the blood hits, you know it's good. When I got my vaccine, my first vaccine in New York, I was an essential worker because I worked at a restaurant. Very uh, essential. Saving lives, very essential. It was me and the nurses, and <laughs> which is crazy. And when I was waiting in line, all the other, all the employees there were asking each other, like, oh, do you want to get yours right now? Like, Shelly, you want to go at 2 p.m.? Like, they were all getting vaccinated, too. Yeah. And so when I, like, sat down, the woman who was, like, giving me the shot, she was, like, cleaning me up and stuff, and I go, I was kind of nervous, and I was like, oh, have you gotten... Um, your vaccine yet? And this bitch literally cleans my arm. She like takes the needle. She pushes, plunges the thing back, you know, and she goes, no, <laughs> I don't really trust it. And there's like a split second. She was like in motion to like put it into my arm. And I saw like my light, I saw like that kind of Robert Frost two pads, like for a second <laughs> before my eyes. And I was like, do I change? my life right now like do i deny this vaccine and then like just read the information that already like is going to justify doing that and do i just become an anti and then it, i thought about it too long and she plunged the juice into my arm and i was like all right i guess i, I stay normal <laughs> and here comes the juice is that an awful thing to you say you say that to somebody she should have just said no no i haven't gotten mine yet and giving me the fucking shot because yeah. now i have to spend all this time being like i reject that i reject that i'm fine i'm fine yeah that's so weird. I don't like that. I was convinced that my second vaccine from the, I don't like that there, uh, from the, the Walgreens I went to in fucking Conyers, 
because that was the only I also you did not get the vaccine that day I don't think I did <laughs> you got grape juice I'm pretty sure it was just like a cashier <laughs> <laughs> because they they were different than the first lady Katie they don't have to be doctors they have to have my friend's boyfriend was in medical school and after like one class they started giving vaccines well, why don't they just hand us a bucket of vaccines in the waiting room and then all the patients can just vax each other? We probably could, honestly. What did, what did they do to you? Well, it just was like, it was much less professional. Like, it <laughs> felt like less sterile, less uh, concerned with my well-being. Like, the first one, the lady was like, all right, you got to stay in the Walgreens for 15 minutes so you don't die. Like, I guess you don't die in your yeah, car. Yeah, you have to wait 15 minutes. And then the next one, they were like, all right, bye. <laughs> my friend, Hello. Julia... Her last name, it's R-A-C-H. It's either Rock or H. She just did 100K followers on TikTok. Shout Ooh, out, Julia. But Julia. She always has um, the most insane luck and things. Are you freaking serious I didn't right mean, now? I'm so sorry. Oh, crazy? my God. We dealt with the Discord beeps, and now I'm fucking it up. You be careful, or else Captain Blanford is going to be sitting in that freaking seat. <laughs> <laughs> Fine. Lace is going to be sitting in yours. <laughs> it's just cheaties in my bedroom. It's just cheaties here. <laughs> they just record cheaties in my bedroom for some reason. You're like, yeah. Katie, Katie ought to learn a lesson for turning her phone off if she doesn't want cheaties recorded in my bedroom. And Katie has to wait in her car. We're both just out there like, I guess they, they like their two mics set up. That's good. <laughs> they can use the camera. But she, um, she always has, like, she always had the craziest luck when I knew her. And when she went to go get her second vaccine in New York, you know, mm. these doctors or whoever the fuck they were giving them. <laughs> whoever the fuck they thought the they fuck, were. They were, wait, you know, they were there all day, 12 hours days. She got this really old, mean man. And right off the bat, she said something and he like snapped at her. So she was like feeling uncomfortable to begin with. Mm. And he was like, you're here for your second shot. And he, she went, yeah. And he gave her the shot. And then she's talking to someone else. And then she watches him start prepping the shot again. And in her gut, she was like, no, I know it's only one vaccine. But she just was afraid to say something because he was already mean to her and, you know, a lot going on. So she just let him. He went, OK, and now for the shot. And he gave her a second vaccine, like within a minute of each other. And she like got up and left and she texted her mom and she was like, hey, you didn't tell me that the shot, you got two shots the first time. And her mom was like, ha, 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 very funny. <laughs> and she no. was like, I'm being serious. And then her mom called her and was like, go to a hospital. Oh, no. And so was she okay? Well, here's the thing. She goes to the hospital. She goes to two hospitals. And both of the doctors are like, this was the first round. This was pre This was she full strength. They were like, um... This has never happened. You were the first person for this to happen to in the oh entire God. New York State. They were like, we don't really know what's going to happen. You're probably fine. Yeah. We don't We don't know. You're the first person. What happens to you, we will write down as, like, for future reference. On your epitaph. She just got so... <laughs> <laughs> and she just got so fucking sick. I bet. She got... She was so sick. And that story almost made me anti-vax. I was like, oh, these people giving them to us are just tired people. Like, it's anybody. Yeah. Which well, is, that's but, crazy. If one makes you better and two makes you sick, <laughs> what is this Alice in Wonderland? Get the fuck out of here. But also, like, bro, when I was a waiter, the care I put into holding two credit cards and making sure I don't mix up the credit cards right. is more care than this man put into not stabbing my, like, she's so tiny, too, my 90-pound friend with two full doses of Moderna. 
Oh my god, and she got the Modern? Yeah, I was, oh, maybe it was yeah, it was, it was Moderna. Oh man. It was not that. If it was Johnson Johnson, she would have been almost at a full dose of a real vaccine. <laughs> yeah. That would have actually helped her. She would have been like, I think you, I think you just gave me allergies. Yeah. I don't know. I just, I, give me a couple more actually. Yeah. That's insane. Did they owe her money from like some sort of lawsuit or settlement? No, I was like, did you get his name or she was supposed to file a complaint or something, but she didn't. I don't think, actually, I don't know. I don't know if she got his name or I remember what was supposed to happen was she was supposed to file a complaint or something, but I'm like, yeah, you should get compensation if you're out like four days for being the same. He gave her two been. shots. He did not give her his name. So that's, <laughs> he went, oh, I was supposed to give her my name, not a second shot. He actually didn't even probably work there. He probably just got up and left afterwards. <laughs> I mean, the f one, the first shot, I was so sleepy. I, it felt, it did not feel good the next day. My arm hurt. I cannot My imagine getting two. Just, I wouldn't have got, I would have been in coma. Like in the was, same place? Yeah. Your arm would fall off. My arm hurt so bad. It was very bad, yeah. And the second one wasn't as bad. It was still bad. The second one was fine for me. It's because yeah. I'm vegan, though, I think. Huh. I was really like, I'm vegan, so none of this will hurt. And I just kept telling myself that and telling myself that. <laughs> I, I've got magical thinking on my <laughs> side. <laughs> It's all about manifesting, Katie. <laughs> what other things have uh, being vegan helped you with? Um, people don't want to talk to me when I tell them I'm vegan. Hell yeah. Being vegan, um, well, no, it has not helped me with anything, I'll be honest, in like a social aspect. Mm -hmm. I hate telling people I'm vegan. Yeah. Because they're the ones that bring it up, but they act like I'm the one that brought it up. Yes, I will. I do agree with that. Because there was a time I was a vegetarian, I was a vegan for a time. Uh, and I was not good at it. I didn't know you were vegan. I was like, let's eat bread and soda. <laughs> that is vegan, it turns out. Um, but I, being vegetarian was a little easier because there's cheese. Yeah, and eggs and all that stuff. But yeah, when, when people would be like, oh, do you want this big steak with chocolate on it? You're like, no, thank you. And they're like, why? And then you have to say why. And then now it's your fault. And they take it so personally. And the, the, the things, there's three things people always say. It's either like, oh, well, I don't eat that much meat. <laughs> Which to me is the equivalent of someone finding out I'm Jewish and they go, well, you know, Jesus was a Jew. <laughs> I'm always like, who are you saying this for? It sounds like you feel guilty about something that I have nothing to do with. <laughs> well, you know, Jesus. Have you ever heard of this guy? <laughs> you Jew? <laughs> He's like your guy. He's your dude. Call him a Goldstein because he is your guy. <laughs> Jesus Goldstein. Jesus. <laughs> Jesus H. Goldstein. <laughs> they say that or they say, um, well, I'll eat, I eat enough meat for the both of us. Okay, so they go the other way. Just like, okay. Mm -hmm. Or they go like, oh my God, what do you eat? Oh boy. And I'm like, nothing. Someone help me. This is a cry for help. I am, I need help. You're like, how are you communicating with me telepathically as in a, I'm in a coma right now from not eating? My, um, my ex-boyfriend, he, uh, was from a very, very small, small town in upstate New York. It was like very, pretty conservative, not his family, eh, well, his family, pretty conservative, one stoplight, very small town. Mm -hmm. And I stayed with him for a month during COVID. And I was the first, um, Jewish person they'd ever met and I was the first vegan person they'd ever met oh my gosh um, but they just hated me because I was a woman uh that that's was, all it takes <laughs> they didn't you don't gotta put all these add-ons you don't gotta plus up your hatred <laughs> they didn't treat me any differently because the vegan and Jewish thing it was the it was the being a woman they did not like but his grandma asked me at one point I was like in the kitchen and she was like so do you guys like cook on different sides of the kitchen <laughs> and I was like I don't know if you're asking me this because I'm vegan or because I'm Jewish I think it might just be both but I cook through a hole in a sheet <laughs> <laughs> 
just sauteing what I can see through this hole. And it's just gefilte fish. Oh, ugh. Oh, Have you had gefilte fish? I've seen it. <laughs> it does? Okay. okay. That jar. Okay, yes, listen. Gefilte fish, objectively gross. But if you take it out of the jar, uh -huh. if you put it like, if you plate it, yeah. and you like taste it. Is it similar to an anchovy? No, it's like kind of sweet. It's honestly not bad. It's like a little sweet. sweet. It's a little sweet. Ugh. It's a little savory. You can't say ooh, that's anti-Semitic. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yum. It's a little oh. sweet. It's a gefilte. I don't even know what kind of fish it's made out of, actually. Maybe it's gefilte. <laughs> Finding Nemo, that's the gefilte fish. Uh, it sounds a little Italian. It's like a gefilte fish. Uh, we, there was, I think there was one Jewish person in Hendersonville when I was growing up, and he was an old man named uh, uh, Mr. Kalin. Cute. And he would eat gefilte fish. And sometimes we'd go get him like Manischewitz wine at the Ingalls, which I was surprised they had Manischewitz at the Ingalls. He just drank that regularly? I think it was like whatever holiday. I know it's Rosh Hashanah oh, okay, okay, right yeah, now, yeah. so maybe it's for that or whatever. Um, yeah, but uh, uh, they had like one tiny like ethnic food shelf at the bottom of like the Mexican food, and then it's like gefilte fish, Manischewitz wine, and like matzo crackers, and that was it. You think ever, anyone ever did like a suicide, you know, like you get all the sodas like at a Chipotle, they got all the food from the ethnic section and just made a big bowl, it's like refried greens, gefilte fish, matzo, rice noodles, and just put it in a pot and made a stew. Probably. There's probably somebody in Henderson Mills like, I make a lot of like fancy cuisine. I made, I made Thai noodles with peanut butter. That's something Chris has made at home. We called it spaghetti, uh, pe peanut butter spaghetti. It was one of the worst things I've ever eaten. <laughs> what was it? He was like, you got a recipe for like, you know, pad thai. Yum. And it said, add peanut butter, which I don't think is a traditional ingredient. A peanut sauce? Yes. A peanut butter, I mean, was it like a skippy peanut butter he put in? Yeah, of course. Okay, then that's not good. If you, made like a <laughs> if you made like a peanut sauce, that could be good, which is like... It was one of the most foul tasting things I've <laughs> ever put in my mouth. And I've made... And I've made beef ceviche. Ew! What are you talking about? That was the worst thing I've ever made. What is beef ceviche? Ugh. So it's, <laughs> ugh. It's the worst. So it was, when I worked in uh, Chicago, like, uh, at the doggy daycare at Christmas time, people bring you all these, like, foods and stuff. And uh, my friend Maritza brought in, like, traditional ceviche. The only fish. kind there is. Well, then Just she ceviche. told me there's other ceviches. Like, you could make a beef ceviche. Is it raw beef? ground hamburger beef with lime juice all over it looked like a fucking you know the part <laughs> it looked like a brain you know the part in uh, Hannibal where he cuts off Ray Liotta's head that's what it looked like and it's on top of what so you just put it in a bowl you put all the lime juice and all like the other accoutrement in there like the you know uh, cilantro and onions okay it was it was like the sourest <laughs> it was so sour and then it had the texture of like old hamburger and Chris ate it all. I was what like, I can't fuck? eat this. He's like, I'll eat it. Ew, why? I mean, we were poor, but we weren't like poor enough to not throw away beef ceviche. That's just Hamburger Helper they called a different name. I hope you know Yeah, that. it was like something with limeade on Hamburger Helper. It was the most disgusting they've ever made. I'm also imagining the peanut butter he put in like the, um, the noodles. <laughs> I'm imagining that it's like peanut butter that like there's jam in it from when you made it pee <laughs> He actually, we just had Nutella. And so... <laughs> We, we call it peanut butter because we're healthy. Did you eat the noodles? I had like one serving and I was like, I can't do this. And that was the same thing with the ceviche. Like, 
I'm very much not a clean your plate kind of gal. Oh, really? If I don't like it, I cannot force it. If once I'm full, that I, I can love the food, I can't put another bite in my plate. Once my body's like, you're done eating. Uh, that is so cool. I was so not raised like that. Oh, I've had to sit at the table till things were done, but eventually your mom leaves the room, you pour the cereal out the window or whatever. <laughs> like, I've, pour, I've poured the mushiest special K out a second floor window at my house because I just had to sit there and like stare at the bowl. And you literally started, you pouring that, started someone for like their rom-com evening of like, I'm already late to work, oh no, cereal! <laughs> it was my dad. He was trying to step out of my mom, but I ruined it. I poured cereal on his head. Stay here, daddy. <laughs> Do you cook? Are you a big cook? I can cook. I don't because I'm busy. But quarantine, I, I found myself in the kitchen many times. <laughs> many times. I said, what is this strange room? Why do I keep... Coming in here. Ooh, a strainer. Maybe I'll wear it. It's a hat. <laughs> I can make like a nice, I can make one, it's not vegan, but it's vegetarian. Um, it's like a, like a chorizo crumble. Okay, yeah. The Upton's chorizo crumbles. Yummy. Which are gluten, they have gluten, I'm sorry. There's no, it's okay, it's okay. Uh, a little sauteed onion, little potatoes, and I make a burrito and then I grill it on the pan. Oh, that sounds crispy good. on both sides. Very good. Yeah, I got the idea from Bell Street burritos and yeah, then I don't have to go there anymore. Sorry, Bell Street. Sorry. We just ruined your client base with that easy, easy hack. Yeah, a grill. I'm paying 75 cents so you can grill my burrito, bitch. I'll take it home and grill it myself. Mm, nice try. I'd rather eat those three quarters and painfully pass them later <laughs> than give them to you, bitch. <laughs> um, speaking of that place, I think, okay, this is this what made me think of this, is did I text you about this podcast that I've been watching? And I'm not going to say the name, and I'm not going to say the host, because I don't know his name. <laughs> Um, though Chris has said it 1,000 times. He kept saying it, and I'm like, who's that? And he would say, he goes, we're watching him. It would not stick. I refused to learn it. But, so it's like, okay, it's a podcast. It's a Atlanta-based podcast. And what it is, it's a man who takes comedians out to eat. Yes. All the men he's taken out to eat are treated to a meal on the sidewalk, where cars are <laughs> bl blowing by. Uh, you know, like a taco truck. Like, it's a lot of, like, uh, you know, alfresco dining. <laughs> Every woman on this show is inside. He's got Aaron Matsoda, fr Freak of the Pod. Love Aaron. Freak of the Pod. In a French bistro. <laughs> it's a Peruvian bistro. Peruvian bistro. And he's, you know, he introduces her as the beautiful Aaron Matsoda, which I was so glad immediately. She goes, beautiful and hilarious. And I was like, thank you. <laughs> queen. Yes, queen. about that podcast but you actually get to pick where you go to eat why are okay so the woman okay so i believe <laughs> this, this twist so it, okay i don't know if he has limits for certain people and not others so maybe there's some limits for he the text women he's like sky's the limit yeah. and they text like tim Magritte's like what <laughs> sidewalk do you want to have a bowl of dog food on <laughs> one he took himself out to eat <laughs> wait no there's no yeah. <laughs> i said achievement unlocked <laughs> oh an artist way artist date is this your artist date he's like artists on art you can't separate the art from the artist and i'm both so he just talked by himself eating yeah could you imagine you're a waiter and you go to like set out someone's sprite and it's just them with their camera set up and they're just talking for a while. 
and then you can't you can't like interrupt him he's like i'm doing my pod i did you watch that are you watching these full episodes no we'll like we'll get into it and then i'll go much with food i'll go i've had enough and then chris finds me a new one i'm very much royalty when we get on youtube i go i've had enough thank you take it away boy I have a hard time saying no to things in comedy, which mm -hmm. I think is probably good for the phase of where I'm at. And like, I think yes, when I was at your like, however many like, you know, two to four years in, everything, everything, everything. Oh, I have to pay you. That's probably the one thing I would say it's no. Yeah, but I definitely lost money on comedy to go do things. I feel like if I got asked to do the podcast, like, I, I don't know, because it's not a show. If it was a show, it would for sure be a yes. But oh, a if it's a live performance. Book us on your live performance. Book us on your live love performance, God. dear God. Did you just hear me? I won't say no to anything. We I, won't say no. I famously love bad rooms. <laughs> Malik Jones will come to me and go, Hey, Tamar, I just did comedy in a handicapped stall in a disgusting <laughs> bar for one person who was passed out with vomit on them. You would have loved it. <laughs> it's your kind of show. Like, who books that? Is there a bucket? Uh, oh, cool. Really? Who books it? Yeah, it's a shit bucket. <laughs> Um, so I don't know, I mean, but free, I mean, it is, he does have something figured out with I'll buy your meal, that is a great, that's a great setup. You know what feels so good is to be able to buy your own meal, and not have to say yes for that. I'll buy you a meal. Did you just see my face when you said that? I, was I like, did. I was like, does not commute. That was no, good. your face looked revolted. <laughs> I was like, you just, you just opened some old gefilte fish, and you went... You said, I went, feels good to buy own meal. It feels like something. <laughs> I don't know if it feels good. It is nice to go on a date. I don't want to go on a date with this man. <laughs> Why not? Because I'll have to learn his name. <laughs> Kitty, what's the worst date you've ever been on? Thank you for asking. Um, <laughs> and you cannot say right now. <laughs> this is a date? This is a date? Just shut up. Um, oh my god, stop. Um, uh, I don't, I have, okay, I'm not a big dater, obviously. I've been dating Chris for 12 years. Um, that is crazy. You were literally 11 when you started dating him. I know, I know. I was 12 when I popped out my first pup. <laughs> um, worst date. Man, that's hard. Like, I, I feel like they don't go, I don't, I don't, Okay, I got one. Okay, okay I got okay, one. Okay. Sorry. I really put you on the spot. You're supposed to, like, decide these things before you record, so you have something. We're going to talk about worst like dates. Show. And yeah. then I would still, when we got to it, i go, oh, I didn't do <laughs> Um, so I went on two, I went on two dates in, when I lived in Orlando, um, before there I moved here already. Yeah, already bad. One was not like a date so much as like a friend hang, but I think he thought it was a date because at the end of it, it was me and my friend Carmen Morales, the uh, freak of the pod, um, freak of the pod. He, we were watching like the, the magic finals basketball game or whatever, and we go to leave. He gives her a hug and then he gives me a hug and then he kissed my neck. Whoa! Your neck? Yes. Not your cheek, your neck. My fucking neck. He might as well have got on his knees and ate in your fucking pussy. It <laughs> would have been better. That is intimate. It couldn't have been more. It is so intimate. And I just like felt this chill run down my spine. And like, I feel like maybe this was like the, the day I decided I was going to start ghosting people because <laughs> we had a date set up to go to like a museum or something very nice. something like A real like, date. Yeah. A real date. And he ruined it by the neck kiss. Because I'm like, <laughs> if I'm getting a neck kiss on this date... I don't know what he's going to do to me on the next one. He's going to assault you. Is he going to tickle the small of my back? Get out of here. That is horrifying. Yeah. 
Yeah, that was pretty bad. Um, and so I would, and then the, another one was just like another one of her friends. I think she was just trying to get her, her friend's dick sweat, honestly. Good for she picked the her. worst person <laughs> to do that with, but maybe it was just like uh, practice for them. Yeah. Like they never gotten to talk to a to woman. shoot their shots. And so she was like, we'll get you the base model woman. <laughs> this is a woman. She got all the holes, but not necessarily all the parts you'd like, you know? <laughs> Uh, you know, Katie Hughes, come to stage, Katie Hughes, she's got all the holes, but maybe not all the parts, and she's Cody Hughes' sister, <laughs> give it up! She's got the whammer, no slammer. <laughs> so, that was one, and then the other one was with a guy who was much older than me. Nice. We would make fun of him all the time for how old he was. How old is he? At least 10 years older than me. Oh, shit. So at this point, you know, he was 22. And <laughs> so he was close to 40, I feel like. I feel like I was like close to 24, and he was right close to 40. I went on a date with a 37-year-old. I'll tell you after. That's that a, that a bad age. Elder millennials. <laughs> that no. is a bad age. Just kidding. And he bought me Ethiopian food. It was my only time having it. I would have it again. <laughs> Didn't ruin it. But I haven't had it since then, so it might have ruined it. <laughs> and at the end of the day, we had, we we consensually kissed on the lips, and I Great. fucking hated it. <laughs> it was no no good, no spark. Yeah, uh, he was thirty. He was almost forty. There was a butterscotch in his mouth. I was like, let's get you back to the he home. He was almost. You probably accidentally stuffed out one of his fake teeth <laughs> out when you fucking moved yourself. I went on a date with. A oh, and he was an EDM DJ. Oh, well, Sorry, I should have put you that. You got me back. Sorry. He lost me in. and now he won me back. Yeah. The I went on a date with a 37-year-old and man, they are, you know, men in their early 20s, that's got some like, you know, oh, no goods, but men in their yeah. men in their late 30s, that's got a lot a lot of oh, no goods. Is that like the baggage qual I mean or like you're just saying like they've got different expectations? They're different types of baggage. Okay. Like you can't mold a man in his late, like a man, okay, like I, I used to try to make this into a joke and then it, I stopped because it did not work. Mm -hmm. Is that like a guy in his early 20s, like he's not going to have a towel for you, you know, right over 100%. But a guy in his late 30s, he's going to say the word retarded <laughs> more than he says your own name. That's a great premise. <laughs> it's good. Well, I, I said it on stage and I, well, first I would say our word because mm -hmm. I was like, oh, maybe that's not working. Maybe I shouldn't say that word on. Maybe people don't like. No, they love it when men say it on stage, though. Yeah, yeah. they do. So I would say our word. And then one time if it wasn't registered and I went, do y'all know what that is? And some man just yelled out rape. And I was like, you know what, I'm not gonna, I'm just gonna say retarded, because I don't want anyone yelling rape at me ever again. If you date a man who says rape more than he says your name, <laughs> that is a red flag. But more than the retarded, <laughs> that's the red flag. This, um, so this 37-year-old, there was a lot that was just not, when I met, we met on, we matched on Hinge. Okay. Off the bat. Hinge is not, Hinge is the, either one could match, it's not like Bumble, right? That's. No, no, it's not okay. like Bumble. Okay. He messaged me, I think. It doesn't matter, but on... It does matter. It does, he, probably, he obviously messaged me. I'm so young. <laughs> um, but on the date, I'll be like, got a drink first. And he... Okay, a couple things. One, he told me I need to go on Kill Tony. He found out I did comedy, and he was just like, you know, I think it's... He never seen my comedy before. And I was very new into comedy at this mm -hmm. point, too. And he was like... Yeah, I mean, I just think that's great you don't talk about, like, sex and, like, dating and stuff. And I was like, I do talk about, who are you? I do talk about those things. You don't know me. So I asked him, which was a question I used to like to ask, which was um, on, like, meeting new people, was what would you get canceled for? Oh, Which is a great. great question. Oh, man, I know. Oh, I want to hear your answer after this. I probably shouldn't say it on. <laughs> really? 
Well, I mean, I don't want people looking it up. It's not. I'm not ashamed of it, but I know what it is. Okay. I'll just. It's roast jokes. Oh. But I feel like you can't get canceled for this. I feel like I would never apologize for them, but I feel like, and also I feel like anybody who likes me knows that I do roast, and I haven't done one in a while. But like, I just feel like if there's anything that people would go, oh, look she, at this. Yeah. yeah. But I don't. I don't feel like. That's good. At yeah. least that's not like a real thing you've done or said like in your personal. No, life. not nothing personal. Okay. I mean, I've said that. I mean. Just, you know, with my ex-boyfriend, I wouldn't want him to tell anybody the mean things. I hissed at him over a cell phone in the middle of a Circle K gas station as we were breaking up. That sounds like a Jeff Rosenstock song lyric that you just said. <laughs> this guy, he tells me, he goes, well, I've seen this girl. And one night, uh, we'd been texting. We'd gone, like, a two dates. We were into each other. He was like, one night, I got a little drunk, and I sent her a photo. And it wasn't a dick pic. It wasn't a dick pic. But I sent her this picture, and she got really upset, and she told me she didn't want to see me anymore. And, you know, I totally get where she's coming from. But, you know, like, I showed my friends the picture, and they all told me she was overreacting. And I just think she was probably being too sensitive about it. But I get it. I get it. And the rest of the day, he just won't drop this. Like, we'll talk about something, and then he'll just bring it back up, and he'll be like... You know, like, I feel like if you were to see it, like, you wouldn't think, you you wouldn't have gotten upset about it. And he keeps going. And He's I'm, harping on this woman like she was his ex-wife. Like, not just a casual date. So then he goes, you know what, I'm just going to show you the picture. No! I'm going to show you the picture. And he takes out his phone, and no. he shows it to me. And I go, this is a photo of your dick. He's like, because, Katie, it was a f mere photo of his body and his dick, but not the tip of his dick. So it was like most of the shaft, but so the not tip the, head. the nip. That the tip, the tip is, is the nip. nip. <laughs> and I was like, "Congratulations, you have shown to a woman who had no interest in seeing your penis a picture of your penis." I was like, "That's your dick, dude. You sent an unsolicited dick pic, and she was upset." And then you told me that it was not a dick pic, and then you showed me an unsolicited <laughs> dick pic. And then I got went to the bathroom, and I was like, "You know what? This has not been a fun date." I'm just gonna go home. Mm -hmm. Then I went back out and he was like, I have a pool. Do you wanna go swimming Hell in my yeah. pool? And I was like, yes, I wanna go in your pool. And then I, he was trying to act like he was all like spontaneous and stuff because then when we got to the pool, well, it turns out he'd worn swim trunks to the date. <laughs> when we got to the pool, little <laughs> shoes with the tootsies. He was wearing flappers and he had goggles. <laughs> I thought that was odd. But I was like, I don't know, men almost 40, you got different style, I guess. I did think that was odd at the time, though. He just comes flip-flopping in, just... <laughs> yeah, he had a snorkel. He drank his drink. He drank his whiskey soda with a snorkel. He pours it, it into the snorkel. <laughs> I was like, okay, I guess that's what you do when you have insurance. I don't know. But he, um, he didn't actually want to go swimming in the pool because he was, like, 40 and it was cold. So I just swam in the pool while he, like, sat and um, waited for me. Hell yeah. And then we watched the shame. Like, why did I stay that long? Because I thought it was funny. Like, at that time in my life, a year ago, I was doing things for the bit, I think. Yeah. In my life. I, was like, I say yes to a lot of things for the bit. Me too. Yeah. Um, but I, you know, the I don't think I would have said yes to a, a second location. Yeah. I was like, he was so skinny. I yeah. Was like, I could, that's the thing. I, I, I pick these very, very skinny, skinny, skinny men. That was my type too, until yeah. I met Chris, and then I went... Now this is my type two. <laughs> my type one. <laughs> hey. <laughs> well, I, you know, 
women think that they want like this big tall guy to like protect them from danger but like statistically speaking the man you're with is the danger yeah so you really want to set yourself up 100 percent in case they like case they hurt in case they hit their head one day and then all of a sudden they're a different person you want to make sure you can fucking take them i've got cte now come over here bitch come over here slut you're like aren't you <laughs> Aren't you like a yoga master? Like, no, not anymore, you cunt. Yeah, aren't you a vegan? <laughs> He's eating a raw steak. He's eating steaks of each. I'm like, don't you cry like every day? Ew, steaks of each. It's so disgusting. <laughs> and the name of this episode. Check it out. Steaks of each. No, maybe not. Um, I, I like the idea. That feels very much like a like an artsy kind of movie. It's just a man watching a woman swim in a pool. Just back and forth. Yeah, except... As he, he looks at a picture of his own dick. <laughs> And then um, he said something to me. I was I learned a lot that day about like um, I guess I can't you know I guess all of that is who were thirty seven are different. He was he was a unique person, but he said to me he we were we were talking and he made some joke about and it was a joke like it wasn't inappropriate in this context. He made a joke about me not being like me being ugly or something, and but it was like it was fine. Yeah. And then I laughed and he we, we whatever and he was like I'm just kidding you know you're very pretty. And I went, oh yeah, th I, I know, thank you. You know, I know as if like, he the way he said, I'm just kidding, was as if he thought that had shook me. Right. And I was like, like you've got like the anime tears like yeah. wiggling in your eyes. <laughs> so I went, oh, thank you, I know. You know, like that didn't shake yeah. me. And I swear to God, when I said that, it was like I had told him like, I'm 15 years old. Like his face went pale and he was like, what? What did you say? And I was like, oh, I just said, Thank you. I know. I know. I'm pretty. Like, and he was like, oh, uh, 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 he thought that I was like, you're that's so, uh, that that's so uh, 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 narcissistic. Like, if you want to go on a date with me, you better be looking for all of the approval. You need all of the, you know, the assurances that you are good enough for me. But you come in, you're like, yeah, I'm the hottest fucking woman on the planet. Look at these slammers. Look at this tiny waist. We haven't even talked about the slammers we yet. Should we talk? I don't know how long we've been doing this because it's been so fun. Oh my God, um, time flies. We're about at minute 40 because I feel like I started early. So we can talk about Joe, okay. our new friend. So <laughs> outside of Star Bar this Monday, save Star Community Bar, by the way. Please save it. Me Whatever it takes. D-E-A-T-H. Threats. Um, <laughs> who knows what that spells? I, I, think I, I think I met the guy who made the death threats, though. Oh, how do you think so? Okay, so Star Bar, for our, for our out of Atlanta listeners, for a.k.a. Freaks. my mom and dad, for our out-of-town freaks. Hey, we got one download in Melbourne. Hey, that's cool. <laughs> they downloaded it? Yeah, there's like a thing, and it's like all the, wherever everybody is, and it's a lot of Georgia, a lot of Decatur, and then there's like a Chicago, L.A., and then there's like one like England, one Australia, one China, and I'm like, who's in what? China listening to this podcast? Can we come perform there? Oh my god, I would love to do it for China. Let's do our Chinese tour. <laughs> well, to the person in Australia, good day, mate. Howdy, mighty. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> and, oh, and we just lost our listener in Australia. Very cool. He's, that was very easy. Take it easy, Danny. <laughs> <laughs> and to the people in Australia, can I just say, please, son, may I have some more? <laughs> English. It's just, it's actually just Powell. He set his location to Australia to feel more authentic. <laughs> Is Powell Australian? No, but he has a great Australian accent. Please oh, ask him next time. Okay, I will. He'll do it for you. I would love that. Shout out, Powell, freak of the show. Freak of the show. Oh, so Star Bar, uh, a bar comedy every Monday. It's been here fucking forever. Forever. And it's in risk of getting shut down and because people bought the property. 
And they want to have, like, more condos. We need more condos. We need more. That's what and I so I'm say. pro more condos because, like, I, I could have, like, 14, 15 condos, you know, and I'm still not full. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, the, apparently, uh, I saw this on William Childress's story that people were giving death threats to Starbar. So I made a joke that night, like, what if it worked? Yeah. Like, I'm not saying don't do it. I'm not saying do it. Wait, do death it. threats to the apartment people, right? To the apartment people. Okay, yeah. No, so they're like, Rodney, we're yeah. going to fucking kill you. This is not Starbar's fault. <laughs> it's the developers threatening Rodney. Um, and so people thought that was funny. And then the guy who saw it, I guess he was there, he saw the video. He was like, yeah, maybe they will work. And I was like, <gasps> who are you? That guy sounds fucking hot. Are you 37? Are you 37? <laughs> That's my favorite age. <laughs> so we both, uh, you weren't on the show. I wasn't on the show. We went to see... P.J. Audenzia. P.J. Audenzia and yes, and Kylie Vincent. Kylie Vincent. First time. Lysandra Vasquez. Yes, first time. all three of their first times. Very cool. Um, and then there's this guy there, Joseph, who will do caricatures. And I have seen him before, and I'd never even thought about doing one. You've seen? I never seen him before. Oh, really? I'll, yeah. I'll see him. He'll come. He'll come through sometimes. Um, but it's always like being outside is the best place because I I can't imagine a time where I'm going to be inside during a comedy show and be like. Yeah, I'll step out with you, sir, and let you draw a picture of me by myself. I'll never do that. So he's like, come into the photo booth. It's just the two of you in the tiniest space. And he's like, can you just back up a little? And then it's just a photo of that 37-year-old's dick. He threw. I'm like, how How did this that would be you? The that would be mind freak. That yeah. would be mind freak. Chris, and then it's just Chris Angel. He takes off a mask, and it's Chris Angel. And he goes, mind freak. <laughs> I have a lot to say about Chris Angel, but we're going to have to like that's a whole that episode. for a different podcast. Yes. But he asked, uh, well, we saw he had drawn Will Foskey's picture and Very had given good. him huge biceps, which Real I was gold. like, I would like to see that on us. Foskey didn't like it that we were like, look how big your muscles are. He, not like he went inside with his picture. <laughs> he did not. He was not a fan. He was not a freak of that. So we had him draw us. <laughs> And he starts with Katie, and Katie has her hair up as she typically does. As I always do. And the first thing he's too much of a child to keep it down because I get like distracted and I'm like just like touching it all the time. I'm, it's very much like a, a four-year-old who needs to have like gloves on so they don't like <laughs> scratch their eyes. Scratch their own eyes. Yeah, it's very much that. You should like, just shave it off. You are so close to like having a screenplay you need to get in by a deadline and your hair just keeps getting in your way and you just shave it off. I did have shaved hair before you met me. Why do you have a shaved hair? I had, oh, I had a mohawk. Oh, I you had a mohawk? Yeah, like a full mohawk. That's People were always, whenever I would like put it up, they'd be like, when did you, sh I'm like, it's been this way for like four years. A mohawk or like a side shave? No, a full mohawk. Like all the way up to here. Like it was just like a long blonde part that I could put on either side. Wait, that's cool. It was very cool. And then quarantine hit and I went, I don't want to take care of my body anymore. <laughs> We're That's done cool. with that was body quarantine. maintenance. <laughs> yeah. Done with body maintenance. And then my favorite part was all these men, when we all started going back out again, I, you know, naturally brown hair. If you saw my platinum blonde straw mop, <laughs> you would have never, like, no woman would go, that's a natural blonde. You know what I mean? All yeah. these men were like, did you dye your hair? No. I, it's, this is normal. Did you think that was the real color before? It was brown on the sides. Okay, anyway, these small complaint. No, that made me think of, no, that's, I watched, do you know that, do you know the TV show 60 Days In? Yeah, yeah, the prison show. Yeah, so it's like, they get people, this makes me think of that, they get people, like five people, and they send them in as undercover prisoners to like, <laughs> take notes, to take notes, it's for the TV, to like, take notes of the things going on in the prison, uh -huh. and like, um, report it back, and to help like, improve the prisons and stuff. Okay. And in the beginning of an episode I just watched, 
so they have five men and five women in a separate, you know, separate areas of the prison, separate episodes even. And when they go to talk to the men, the police come in and they're super like respectful and they're like, they say like, all right, gentlemen, thank you so much for dedicating your time to this. We think your backgrounds will really well equip you. We got a couple of Marines in here. Very cool. And then it cuts to them meeting the woman. And the first thing the cops say when the women come in is they go, all right now, ladies. You got your makeup on and your pretty outfits, but I just want to let you know this isn't, hey, I'm on TV time. Oh, my God. And they send in one of the women. One of the women's going in that day, and she goes, can I go wash my face? And they go, yeah. And she goes, washes her face, and she comes out, and I swear to God, these police officers look at her, and they go, my God, you look different. Oh, my God. Can you believe that? That's insane. That is a crazy. You look different with that makeup off. Now you're going to fit in with the prisoners. Do the prisoners not know they're being filmed? It's not like a secret. No, they know they're being filmed, but it's like under the guise. Like at this specific prison, they mm. had a lot of documentary crews in there before because it's such a bad prison. So they're kind of used to like documentary people in there. But it's fun because sometimes... It's like the zoo. Sometimes like it doesn't yeah. feel good. Oh, it's whack. And yeah. some of the prisoners will figure it out. Mm -hmm. They'll be like, she's on 60 days in. Like, they'll know. Like, they'll look out for them. So these women... Sorry, I guess I've, I've heard of the show. I've never watched it. They go in for a full 60 days. Yes, they can They And can they can't out. have makeup. <laughs> Talk about prison. What are... They're like, ladies, I don't know if you're... You could back out now, but just in case you don't know, you're not allowed to wear makeup. That's so funny. But I, I've seen things where they, like, you know, there's TikToks in prison where they make their own makeup in the... Oh, yeah. Like, they, they put a little Vaseline and a little, like, you know, crushed up cockroach, and they're like, look, <laughs> eyeliner. Which is, coincidentally, the same ingredients in Glossier makeup, so that's <laughs> not even that crazy. Yeah, they, I honestly learned a lot. Like, in prison, they in that prison, it's, like, um, lots of floors and stories, so they talk through the toilets with each other. Oh. They have to, like, flush out the water. It's gross. They have to flush out the water in the specific way and then make a tube and talk and they can communicate to the men's floor through the toilets Ooh. and they like develop relationships with people through the toilets and can send things through the toilets. Hey baby, it's me, the toilet monster. <laughs> hey. It's somebody's first night there and they're like, oh, hello. <laughs> it's like, hello, it's me, toilet. <laughs> Hi. It's moving. I'm queen toilet. Yeah, to the toilets talking. They've got a string pulley system, like, it's got big eyelashes on it. It's very pretty. You'd want to fuck this toilet, You'd too. want to fuck this toilet. Yeah, they start fucking the toilet. They, they, they don't realize the voice is connected to someone. They're like, I'm going to fuck this toilet. Men usually don't realize the voice is connected to someone. Speaking of, okay, so speaking of men. Okay. So. We met our favorite man on the earth. Joseph. That's the guy's name who does the caricature. And he's going to draw Katie. Katie has her hair up. Her, her I cannot believe his natural brunette hair up. Woo! Oh, and baby, he made me go, wah! And he goes, take down your hair. And Katie's like, uh, and we're with I said, no, thank you. Yeah, Katie said, he, Katie literally said, no. <laughs> Did I say just that? No. You're just like, uh, <laughs> uh, and he goes, I'm unwilling to try new things, let's be real. And he goes, he goes, no, trust me, it'll be better this way. <laughs> and I know he meant, like, drawing the picture will come out better, because later he revealed to us, He's like, I can't draw hair up. That was the funniest part, as if it was my fault. Like, well, how do you draw a man's head? Now just put a ponytail on it. Right? Am I crazy? He was there instead of Katie. He was like, But he no. did a great job. I mean, he was right. I hate saying that anybody's right but me. But he was right. He was so right. And then he drew me, and we asked, because he gave Katie humongous. He didn't initially. You could see how much how much Sharpie is added, but he gave me 
knockers that were bigger than the ones I have. So then I asked like a couple times, I said, hey, make sure you make my knockers really big too. Give me some huge, huge titties. Huge titties. And I'll post, I'll, we'll post a photo on, on, the, on the Instagram yeah, account. Yeah, this is so good. But he delivered, look at my fucking titties. Look at those titties. They look like- Look at that tiny waist. Oh, tiny taste. Big fat ass, I can tell he would have given me. Big juicy dump truck. They look like my caricature lays down and my tits <laughs> suffocate me. <laughs> I, would, I would die that night. Look at that. But he did great. I mean, I feel like, also, as far as caricatures go, accurate and not, like, unflattering to the point where you're like, oh, you hate me. No, not overtly offensive at all. He did a really great job. Like, I feel like I look like my Aunt Jackie a lot here, so I know he, like, really nailed the family resemblance. You do look like an Aunt Jackie. I do look like, like an Aunt Jackie. Um, and then also I love the knockers. He called them slammers, which I'm thinking of as I look at Tamar's slammers. Slammers! So afterwards, me and Christian Davis, I, we were talking about the word slammers. Uh-huh. And I'm like, I've never heard that about Neither boobs. Neither So I look it up, and immediately it's like slammer. It's like uh, Urban Dictionary. It's like jail, jail, prison, jail, jail, prison. Oh, yeah. Right? In the slammer. And then the next one is poetry slammers, which I've never, I would... I would not call them that. I would just call them bisexual freaks. <laughs> Oh, uh, that should be an episode. So we have a couple episodes that we need to do. <laughs> poetry slam friends. Have you ever had poetry friends? I used to do an open mic here that was all poetry, and then I would do comedy. I've done one of those. Yeah. Oh God. Okay. Uh, we'll, uh, <laughs> we'll have to talk about yeah. it. Yeah. Or the Orlando poetry slam scene is <laughs> Whoa. vibrant. Whoa. The Orlando poetry slam scene. It's vibrant. You're gonna have to really dig into that. We're gonna have to write That'll, that down. Yeah. To remember to yeah. We'll definitely that. write that one uh, down. Um, so okay. So I look up slammers. That's not it. And then finally, I like keep looking, and apparently a slammer can be a boob, but okay. in the way. Okay. You mean fool. You lost me. You had me at boob, you lost me at in the way you mean a fool. Like like back, like an old time you're like, oh, oh what you, a boob. boob? Like in Drake and Josh, you boob. Yeah, yeah. Slammer. Yeah. yeah. So slammer is boob in that way. And I feel like full circle, there are levels to this sick burn that he wrote us, because it means boobs and he was calling us boobs. Dude. Isn't that good? Joe's like, Joe's on another level. He is on another fucking level. Yeah. That's amazing. And then, and then he, this is my favorite part. He goes, I'm going to draw some extra stuff up here. And I just went, I think Zach was outside. I go, I wanted to go to the beach. <laughs> <laughs> and I felt that in my heart. I was like, how did he, how did Joe know I wanted to go to the beach? This was such a lovely experience. I had taken, I had eaten, I had come from a Rosh Hashanah dinner and I had eaten a little bit of mushrooms in the car because it's my new year and I can celebrate it. How felt mushrooms <laughs> it was like a felt of mushroom is really disgusting they're congealed and um as i was peeking on the mushrooms was when he started drawing me and it was a religious experience to be honest with you dude i would i i love that i want to have that same experience we like just a little happen. trip and then watch somebody bring my face to life on a piece of paper would I mean, I'm excited to think about that. And these boobs, and like when he finally like sprout the boobs, I was like, it was really, it was quite lovely. And he happen. told me, he told me to be still so many times. Yeah, you were moving. I'm very fidgety. You were, I think I was moving too. He gave up with me. He was like, these sluts aren't going to be quiet or, or stand still, so I'm just going to have to try my best. But it's so funny because he got kicked out of Star Bar, you know, unfortunately, because he's selling his wares in there, he's talking, whatever. Yeah, you're not supposed to. And then in the end, we're the ones who are like too disruptive to get it done. We're like. <laughs> He's like, can y'all just like 
stop. You hold on to her, and she's... And I'm just yelling, I'm gonna kill whoever tries to tear down Starbar. I'm gonna fucking kill them. <laughs> Meanwhile, Catherine Blanford's going, you look like Hoda. Yeah. And the man goes, I don't know if you caught this, he goes, Yoda? Yeah. <laughs> she looks like Yoda. And Catherine kept going, Hoda? And he'd go, she don't look like Yoda. <laughs> and that was a really good, like, Benny Hill moment for me. Like, a who's funny. on first yeah. kind of, yeah. Like, I remember it happening, but I was peaking during, like, I was just having a good time in general. I, I thought I, I took more mushroom than I had thought I did. <laughs> <laughs> well, it all worked out, and his name, if you guys want to, if you want to look him up, his name is Joseph Clark Bryant III. Oh, damn, that's a name. And he signed this twice, which I really liked. I thought like that, that was very fun. Um, there's a yacht in the back. I think it's on fire, because he knows we want to kill the rich. And then he drew Starbar. He's like, oh, we got him. And then Starbar, the, the remnants of Starbar, after it's been demolished, <laughs> are floating in the Atlantic. <laughs> Too bad. Um, so pretty good. It's great. I mean, yeah, if you go to Star Wars, it was 20 bucks for the both of us. Yeah, $10 a person. And, and we, we, okay, that was the funniest thing because we're like, 20, like just being like kind of playful with them. And he's yeah. like, listen, I've been doing this for 35 years. We're like, please take our money. Yeah, How much yeah, you yeah. Need? He was literally like, phone. He was like, tip whatever you want. And I was like, no, I'm not trying to, de I'm not trying to demean your work. No, sir. it was great. It yeah. Was good. Great experience. I mean, this could be my new headshot, honestly. Oh, I'm gonna submit this. I'm gonna send this in for my red clay headshot, but it's just gonna be the boobs. <laughs> slammers, slammers. Um, I feel like we've got a lot of things to talk about for next week. I feel yeah. like we've got this. I feel like we oh, should we tease even, the game. Yeah, yeah, tease it. So, uh, shout out to Bradley Booth. Um, he gave us a game called Freak of the Pod. Freak of the Pod. Bradley Booth and his lovely wife, Freak of the Pod, Candace. Fill in, fill in the game, the blank party game, and so it's like a big. Uh, stack of cards and it's kind of like uh, improv and stuff, but we'll play it next time because it's like we got to figure out what it is. Oh my god, Katie, is this one of our first sponsors? This could be our. I feel like I feel like Pop Chips needs to sponsor us. I brought them up every episode. We need to get a sponsor. Okay, Bradley Booth, if you send us ten dollars, five for Katie, five for me, you're officially the first sponsor of the pod. First sponsor of the pod. And yeah, well, I mean, we well, we'll play the game, I guess, regardless. But yeah, we just, we really tried to read the rules while we were setting up and. You know, we're women, so we can go we somebody are, else. Fuck, I forgot about that. I, and then I all of a sudden felt my ovaries in me. And I was like, ah! I felt like it was going to turn into like me explaining how to play Clue to my mother. And I was like, we don't want to do that on, <laughs> on the camera. Yeah, nothing sounds like a personal hell than trying to hear people explain a board game <laughs> to someone on a podcast. That you cannot see. That you do not know what they're looking at. And why they would be explaining this to you. But yeah, uh... One other thing I want to do in the future is like uh, an advice, like people write in. Oh my god, Katie, that is so I feel like that idea. would be really fun. Uh, and like, a, you know, like love advice or work advice or whatever it is, so. We should set up, yeah, we can set up, like, should it be anonymous, you think? Yeah. Oh, I could set up a not gonna lie. That'll be easy. You What's ever that? done that? It's uh, like, um, I do it sometimes. I've done it twice and I stopped after that. But like, <laughs> you, I just found out, I'm like, oh my god, everyone wants to take me out for a drink and thinks I have nice big yaks. <laughs> <laughs> you, people, people, people send stuff into you anonymously and then one person sent me, they were like, I think it's interesting you pride yourself on being so nice when you bullied me relentlessly. And I was like, whoever said I prided myself on being nice? <laughs> That's nothing I, I said. Nice big yaks. <laughs> I could not tell who it was, but yeah, they send in. It's like a link. I can post it on. I can put it in our um, bio on the friggin' show, and people can post anonymous questions. Oh, that's there. great. I like that. The other way I think I've heard on podcasts is like a like a Google phone line where people call and leave you a message. Oh, that's good too. It seems like a little bit harder for the setup we have, but we'll just do. Not gonna lie, we can we'll read that, it out yeah. loud. 
um, when we post this, I'll post the Not Gonna Lie link on it. Yeah, this will be episode four, so you got a couple weeks to do that. Okay, perfect. Oh my god, that's gonna be such a good... That's gonna be great. That's such a good... And y'all, guess what? Episode five, we're gonna have two mics that have the same quality sound on them. Guys, we've heard your... We've got... We've heard your voices, which to me have been, fix that sound. We've internalized your complaints. Someone said to me, and I quote... No one's gonna listen to it if you keep the sound this bad. It's only gonna be the people that love you. <laughs> you I hate like a million people. Yeah, love us. Oh, literally yeah. like someone in Australia. Australia. <laughs> we have like almost, I think, seventy downloads. Holy That's pretty good. freaking shit! Pretty good. Yeah. Guys, please rate, please rate the podcast. Rate, on, review, subscribe, on all of the things. Give it five stars. Write something if you want. Get your caricature done and send it to us. Oh my god, yeah. There's so many fun things we can do. And tell us what kind of merch you want. Yes. Like, beyond a shirt. Like, get creative. Like a lighter. Or or a ski mask of your very own. Oh, ski mask. Like people. an embroidered friggin' ski mask. Woo! That's gonna be expensive. I'm so close to getting a friggin' tattoo, and I surprise you with it, and I'm like, you have, I already have your appointment set up, and you have to. Do you have any tattoos? Mm-mm. Do you have any tattoos? I have one tattoo. Oh. It's a stick and poke. <laughs> From it's, my prison days. It's fucking stupid, and it's the word moo. Oh. On my little, on my little side. On your little side. On my little side, but. What if I came in with a big tattoo that said Tamar? <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> you think that's a good ending? Oh, I think that's a great ending. Okay. Bye bye. <laughs> bye bye. What you say? What that mean? I don't know. Top show, bitch, I'm on the kind of rock.